Think you know the Brooks Ghost? Think again. Introducing the all-new, better-than-ever Ghost 16. Now with nitrogen-infused cushioning for lightweight, supreme softness that feels good every step, every street, every single day. So go ahead, take your daily joyride in the all-new nitrogen-infused Ghost 16. It'll turn your everyday miles into everyday endorphins. Let's run there. Head to brooksrunning.com to learn more. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America NA, member FDIC. Thanks to loveracing.nz, your home of thoroughbred racing. Michael Guerin joins us. Good morning, mate. Boys, I've woken up in a very good mood because I was reading the Herald online and I saw that Hamish Kerr won the World Indoor Champs. And I thought to myself, some idiot at the Herald stuffed up this headline because clearly some bloke from New Zealand did it in the Indoor High high Jump Champs. I'm I'm an athletics nut. I absolutely love it. And I thought, well, they must have made a mistake. That can't be true. And what a cool story. that's, that's actually set my day up nicely. Boys, I'm pretty pumped about that. Yeah, mate, it was a, it's a great win for Hamish. Um, the gold medal, of course, on an Olympic year is is always good because it gives us another medal hope. But also, apparently, uh, this is New Zealand's best ever effort at a World Indoor Champs because we've got silver with Eliza McCartney and Tom Walsh as well. well it's a funny thing, isn't it? Because when you think about the Olympics, I, I always watch the high jump because they're so freakish to watch. But now, a whole bunch of New Zealanders who don't watch it usually and who would not usually watch the woman's pole vault until Eliza come along will be now counting down the days to the Olympic high jump final, which is kind of a weird thing to say if you're a kid. Yeah. Uh, mate, now, uh, uh, speaking of stars, uh, there was another star unveiled. Well, I don't know if unveiled is the right word, but maybe more into the public consciousness outside of racing, and that was uh, orchestral on the weekend at the Derby. I mean, just how good is this horse? Where to next? What's she worth? She's a very, very good filly. So the Derby was at Ellerslie on Saturday. Derby's after three-year-olds. They tend to be won by male horses. There were 17 in the race. She was the only female. And she panel-beated them. She won by 3.8 lengths. And she could have won by more. Now, when that happens, you think to yourself, well, maybe the horses behind her aren't very good. But... She's actually at the second fastest time in the last 25 years, and she did it jogging. So she's very, very good. And we breed good three-year-old derby horses in this country. So if you're a good New Zealand derby horse, it's like being a good New Zealand rugby player. It means you're pretty good on a world scale. Now, she's not going to go conquer the world. That's not what happens next. What you do after a massive win in New Zealand like that is go to Australia because... If you can get recognised as a good horse in Australia, and that's called a black type win, so black type are the biggest races, they're called black type races, you get one of those, and she's a 30, which means long term she could be a mum, she starts being worth millions of dollars. So she'll head to Sydney and take on the Aussies in a race called Divinery Stakes on March the 30th. At the moment, she's worth somewhere around $3 million dollars. You go over there and win the Vinery, and later in the year with a race, a dream race, like a Cox Plate, you start becoming worth four or five million dollars. Now, 
that's an enormous amount of money for a horse who, like every other horse at Cambridge, where there's 1,200 horses at work, will do the same thing every day. They get out there, they track work, they eat. They get treated exactly the same, whether they're worth $5,000 than if they're worth this $3 million. But she now has an army of hands on both sides of the Tasman boys. And I do think the Australians, because they see all our races on Sky TV over there, they've woken up to the fact that this is a very, very serious horse. Orchestral is now favourite for their derby in Sydney, their Oaks, and that binary stakes we mentioned. And it's extremely hard for a filly to be favourite for all three of those races. That's the impact she's made in New Zealand over the last six weeks. The way she ran that, you said, though, you know, she took basically took a foot off the gas and, and jogged it. She, she sounds like the equine equivalent of Usain Bolt when he was at his best. Well, with horses, it's important not to get carried away because, you know, she people bet on them, so you want to give them an honest opinion. She's just clearly better than these horses. Now, whether these horses are much good is hard to know, but she did go that very quick time. With horses, and particularly mares, when they get into a certain zone where their bodies are working well and they're covering the ground well, they can do really wicked things. But when they get a little bit tired or a bit sore, no different to a human being, going for a jog, some days you feel awesome, some days you don't, um, then things can change pretty quickly. Form can drop off really quickly for good races. But clearly she's a very superior athlete, and clearly at the moment she has no pain, she's happy, you know, she just feels in the zone. And we all know of being here sometimes in our lives. It might have been a bloody long time ago for some of us. But when you're in the zone, you feel that you can do amazing things. And that's where she is. And when you punt on horses or watch them and you see those good horses in the zone, they're awfully fun. There's three types of horses that inspire awe in people. The ones who lead all the way and smash them from in front, people, they, they find that amazing to watch. The other ones are horses who come from last. Anytime a horse comes from last and zooms down the outside, it creates awe. But the other thing is horses who back them. Now, her last three starts, she's won by three lengths, four lengths, and three lengths. And you can see the gap in your mind, much like you mentioned, Usain Bolt. Once somebody gets the opposition and then routinely starts to get the opposition, that's what creates real awe because people who don't really care about racing go, wow, she mm. just smashed those horses. And when you see that again and again and again, people will tune into their television to try and watch it again. So if she can do that same thing in Australia, she starts to put a hand up to potentially be the best horse in New Zealand because our other best horse, Imperatrice, who races this Saturday, we'll talk about her later in the week, she's raced in Australia for a whole year. She hasn't been home for a year. So she's technically trained in New Zealand, but physically trained in Australia. Whereas Orchestral, right now, as we're talking, has got its head down in a paddock in Cambridge, eating grass, potentially next to a horse worth one thousandth of her worth.